0: This movie. Welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder.
1: My safe
2: word is keep going.
0: Joining me, as always, is Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. I can't talk too long. I got a poo. What's up? Not much. Been a minute.
2: It's been a little bit,
0: but we're back. <laughs> I feel like our last couple episodes have started with that. <laughs> <laughs> been a minute well we, we recorded what like four in the space of like a week yeah then, you know i posted those over like a month <laughs> so we didn't record for like a month and then you know, it's been a couple of weeks since that came out
2: i think we did a recently seen in there didn't we Maybe yeah, maybe in the in the interim but yeah uh we're back to a full movie review today single movie encompassing the whole episode
0: yes we're starting our slate of cop movies (laughs) just in time for the Derek (laughs) Chauvin trial
2: oh just coincidentally (laughs) I gotta say like the movies we picked cops don't really come out looking the best either so um although they are generally the protagonists in these movies (laughs) (laughs) I don't know maybe we'll commentate on that and uh We'll have a little more insight instead of just like laughing along
0: with these stupid movies. Because, <laughs> apropos of what's going on right now, we got a cop movie that has some uh, racial undertones or overtones, if <laughs> overtones. You, uh... <laughs> <laughs> just straight up racism. <laughs> uh,
2: I'll, list, I'll list track of how many slurs they used. Like, there's one scene where he uses like five or six right, within like 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, uh the first time Nick Nolte meets Eddie Murphy, uh he calls him boy and that's yeah. like the nicest thing he calls him the whole movie.
2: <laughs> we'll get to it, but there's a part at the end where he apologizes for all the racial slurs and then he goes, "I'm just doing my job. It's just part of the job. Just, you know, supposed to keep you down." <laughs> it's like this is this does not reflect well on your profession. <laughs> To admit that part of your job is to be a racist.
0: <laughs> uh, let's get to the details here. We're talking 48 hours from 1982, directed by Walter Hill, starring Nick Nolte as Jack Cates, Eddie Murphy as Reggie Hammond, Annette O'Toole as Elaine, it's Jack's uh, lady friend, frank McCrae as hayden the uh superior officer he's the H- hsoc no hsic sorry he's not a sheriff well oh, yeah but for all I think, intents and purposes I think he'd be
2: the he'd be the traditional H N <laughs> i won't spell that out <laughs> actually i think he says that in the movie i think he am i thinking of a different movie that i've watched recently i swear there's a movie i watched recently and it might might have been this where the there's a head cop calls himself the hnic yeah
0: because this is where the angry you know african-american superior officer trope came from or it was like every cop movie had like an angry like Beverly Little's cop has another African American as there's a superior officer always yelling at him, You know, you're not going to hang me out to dry, you're going down if you know this falls apart. It's like this guy, Frank McCray, solidified the trope so much so that he reprises said role in uh, Loaded Weapon One, yeah, where he just drops cliche after cliche, <laughs> like in dressing down Emilio Estevez. He does, he does it in Last Action Hero,
2: too. Oh, so that's he does right. it in yep. two parody movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a parody of himself. <laughs>
0: uh, Lethal Weapon had a, they had a white superior officer, but plenty of other ones in the 80s. It was like a, you know an angry black guy that was running things. He's very loud in this movie. And, and all those roles where he plays
2: the, <laughs> the head cop. He's always just pissed at the rogue cop doing whatever he wants, and
0: he lets him hear it. This is a Warriors reunion of sorts with the director Walter Hill and James Remar as Gans and David Patrick Kelly, your boy, as Luther. He played Luther
2: in the Warriors, too. Do you think this is a <laughs> sequel? This is like a secret sequel to the Warriors? Like this is three years later and Luther has gotten out of the gang life he's moved across country
0: i forget doesn't he die at the end on the I don't beach i remember he I might can't remember
2: <laughs> i can't remember if they killed him or if he just uh he, he retreated because the rest of
0: the gang showed up yeah cuz like what their leader got killed right or and no then...
2: i think um one of the other gangs showed up because they they were going to go after the warriors and then they found out that luther was actually the one that killed cyrus yeah so well, they went and backed him up I gotta say James Remar is fantastic fantastic in this movie in forty eight hours. He doesn't drop Uh, an F bomb in here. I was surprised. (laughs) Uh, I think he makes up for it with other dialogue (laughs) though. He's a really good villain, especially when he was in his younger days. Like this movie and the Warriors, like, I mean he's easy to hate, but like you love to watch him. (laughs)
0: I love it when he's... There's two scenes of him insulting his Native American uh, compadre, uh, Billy Bear. Speaking of, Billy is played by
2: Sonny Landham, who also plays Billy in the... and pre- uh, Not the Predator, but Predator.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Which I, I was like... I don't know at what point I stopped thinking this, but I just assumed that every Native American in 80s action movies was named Billy. <laughs> And it just so happens that this guy played Billy the Native American in two different action
0: movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the second time he's kind of disrespect him is when he's calling for prostitutes, and he's <laughs> telling him what he wants. And then Billy Bear comes over and is like, "Hey, what about me?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I need to bring one for my friend too, an Indian. No, not a turban. You know, a squaw." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
2: uh he must have been watching that Peter Pan cartoon from Disney because they're the whole I don't know if you've watched that movie recently I saw it on tv a few years ago I haven't watched it since I got Disney plus but uh there's a whole fucking song and dance number in the Peter Pan Disney movie about what makes a red man red and it's uh, this whole story about how the first Indian kissed or he got kissed uh, by a squaw and he blushed so hard that everybody that (laughs) came from him had red skin (laughs) wow
0: what were you you watching that on disney plus
2: no i well i haven't watched it on disney plus yet but like i remember it because i saw it on the disney channel a few years back okay like they were still showing it on tv like like it was nothing like it was like i mean it's a classic so well, it must or have a warning now. I think they put a warning on that one. I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess Peacock feels like they'd rather remove stuff than put a warning on it, like for their WWE content. Yeah. But I think after sitting through the seventeen thousand hours that they're supposedly sitting through, they might change their tune and just put some warnings up. Because it's like we paid a billion dollars for this. We got to put something out there. Like there's nothing left.
0: <laughs> Let's finish out the cast here. Brian James as Keo. Carrie Sherman as Rosalie. I think that's Luther's girl. Yeah. And uh Jonathan Banks of Breaking Bad fame. And see, I only knew him from this and Beverly Hills Cop one before Breaking Bad.
2: Yeah, I didn't uh I didn't recognize him because Breaking Bad was the first thing that I saw him in. So I didn't know, like, he's in this movie. You said, like, he's in Beverly Hills Cop. He was in, um, oh, what's that one? Um, Buckaroo Banzai he's in. Oh, okay. Like, he was the bad guy in a bunch of 80s movies. Yeah. I he's not a bad guy unless he plays a cop in 48 hours.
0: Not for long, though. So, yeah, Jonathan Banks plays Algren. About rounds out the cast, although I should mention Sandy Martin as Policewoman. It's Charlie's mother from Always Sunny. Sorry, Max's mom.
2: Who was uh, Jonathan Banks' partner? Was it James Keane as Van
0: Zandt? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that was him. He looked familiar. I was trying to figure out where I recognized him from. Chris Mulkey of Twin Peaks fame as plays the second cop. He was the one that breaks up the fight between McNulty and Eddie Murphy.
2: Okay. Let's see anyone else of the note. Peter Jason was the co- Peter Jason was the cowboy bartender. He okay. uh, he looked real familiar to me. He was in They Live, Mortal Kombat, Escape from LA. I actually thought he looked like Tom Arnold. <laughs> But he was too, Tom Arnold would have been too young.
0: Tom Arnold was uh, telling stories out of school the other day about Arnold. Oh, was Did he? Did you see that?
2: No, I don't listen to Tom Arnold, so I wouldn't have.
0: Uh, he says Arnold has a harem of women and he has sex five times a day. He's I mean, a very vital or a vigorous man. I don't know. What do you say? A vital or a, a man full of vigor, I guess? Full of vitality. Yes, vitality. That's know. the word I'm looking for. Is that
2: i believe it i mean arnold seems like the type of guy to do that he's not married anymore
0: is he i mean he got divorced right yeah they got divorced and uh he also says he just has a bunch of like shirtless muscle men that hang around his house all day (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like tom you're not hanging out with arnold these days true lies was a long time ago
2: no absolutely not
0: i think it's just one of those things where he's trying to you know stay in the spotlight Trump's, I don't, Trump's like, no longer in office, so we can't really shit talk him on Twitter anymore.
2: I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> it was like, I talked about this on uh, my other podcast, which I'll shamelessly plug here Positively Wolfie sure. Podcast. Uh, unqualified commentary on allegedly real news. I try not to get into politics, but we start <laughs> getting into it once in a while. But uh, we make fun of both sides. But, like, one of the things that's come up is like, all these people on Twitter don't know what to do with themselves now that Trump isn't there. And it's like in 2024, they're all going to vote for him just so they have something to do. You know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) They're
2: like, Oh, I can't move Trump board again. Yes. Yes!
0: Well, I think the news corporations would like that. Was it HuffPo had those big layoffs? Yeah. I
2: think, uh, what they got bought by Buzzfeed and then uh, they fired all the HuffPo (laughs) people. CNN's ratings are down like sixty percent. We need
0: something. There's no reason to watch the news anymore. All right. Uh, synopsis: A hard-nosed cop, reluctant, a hard-nosed cop, reluctantly teams up with a wisecracking criminal, temporarily paroled to him, in order to track down a killer. We start off with quite the daring prison escape. Working on the chain gang. That
2: was a pretty good scene. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
0: See, so yeah, Billy, Billy Bear comes up in his truck saying it's overheated <laughs> and he needs some water.
2: Do you have some water, please, sir? Is it fire water? Is that what you meant, <laughs> fire water? <laughs> James Remar gets right up in his face. <laughs> Just like starts hurling these ethnic slurs at him. Just they finally start
0: trading blows and... They get in a scuffle in the water, and unbeknownst to the guards, Billy Bear has smuggled in an extra pistol for himself and Gans. And they spring up and shoot both of the at least the media guards. And there's one more on the bus, but they uh, they get away in Billy Bear's truck.
2: His truck's a real piece of shit too. Broken <laughs> windshield, just rusted out. It's it's rough shape. And they're out in the middle of nowhere, too, working on the railroad. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they were doing, but, um, yeah, they get away, and everybody's just, like, looking around, like, what do we do now? Like, nobody else tries to escape. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, we transitioned from that to Nick Nulty waking up at his his lady's place. He's a real Casanova, <laughs> a talker.
2: All of his dialogue sounds <laughs> like this
0: i need to look up how old he is in this movie because you know his his voice gets much worse than this and it's like i mean it's he like, couldn't have been voice, more than it was like good. 40 could he 1941
2: he's 41 yeah.
0: he's bo- he was born in 41 so he was 41 in this movie
2: well this movie came out in 82 so i mean Still, even if they filmed it a year before you yeah. know so yeah 40 or 41 and uh like he looks pretty good like he looks in, in decent shape like he, he hasn't hit rock bottom like he, he did god i guess that was like 20 years later when he got that dwi mugshot, wasn't it you know the famous one with the, <laughs> yeah. the hawaiian shirt and like the hair all stru- uh, skew yeah <laughs>
0: his hair's looking good in this movie with that strong yeah. mane of blonde now, hair. oh my
2: god he looks uh like he's had better days <laughs> so was his car got that shitty sky blue Cadillac that, uh, that Reggie uh, points out
0: later in the movie yeah it's a 64 Cadillac DeVille convertible uh-huh. I know that because I was looking at the <laughs> internet movie car database <laughs> IMCDB where you can look up pretty much any car in any movie you, know, you type in a car you find out what movies it's in and vice versa so like I just type in 48 hours and voila, I get every car that's in the movie. I didn't even we're know talking that was like every frame.
2: Is it just like the main cars or does it
0: have like all the other any car you see on screen is on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because I wanted to figure out what car Reggie Hammond was driving. And I'm not sure of the year, but it's an intermechanica. 356A Speedster. I'm not sure, but I think it's an Italian car. But it's the same car that the love interest, uh, flight instructor in Top Gun oh. drives. Kelly. It's uh, the same type
2: of car, or Gillis. like the exact same car.
0: Well, it's the same. It's a, might be a little different color because hers is black, and this one was. Was well, this one was black, but it was dusty. Yeah, but even when he washed, it wasn't. It still like a little. Like a gray or something? Uh, I don't remember.
2: I don't know. I just had it on and I saw like when you drove it out and it was all dusty, you could see where their handprints were. It was black or it yeah. looked black. I don't know,
0: but maybe it was a little bit different. So there are, I mean, they probably list like a hundred cars on here. For forty-eight insane. hours.
2: Who's got that kind of time? Like, do you get paid for that? <laughs> like, how long does it take to compile no that idea. information? Like, I doubt that they just have a run sheet that you can, like, call up the production company and say, hey, can you just send me all the list of cars that are on screen in your movie?
0: Like, it's not in the end credits. But, uh, yeah. McNulty has a real, uh, real good way with the ladies. He's very introduced to Elaine. And, uh, yeah, he's off to work. But he stops to help out his buddy, uh, Algren. I've never heard a name like that, Algren. No, that's an
2: uncommon name.
0: Him and his partner were uh, found a, uh, or got a tip on a hot credit card that was used at a hotel. Because previously, uh, Gans, uh, while he was getting the hookers I talked about earlier, they had just killed a dude, stole his credit cards. And you
2: find out later that, the credit cards that guy had were already stolen. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't reporting stolen credit cards because he had a bullet in his head on a park bench.
0: Because yeah. he said uh, yeah, the guy stole his wallet and hopped in a motorcycle and sped off. I was like, well, neither Gans or Billy Bear on no. a motorcycle. So they're at this hotel trying to get some trim, as Reggie Hammond would say. <laughs>
2: What was um Gan's watching? Was it uh, it's called like Space Boy or like something? Space Boy, yeah, he's watching cartoons. Like he was he got a hooker, but he wasn't really interested in, in doing anything with her. She was real <laughs> chatty too, like she was in the bathroom getting ready and like she would maybe not.
0: they had just gotten done.
2: Maybe. Although I thought she said that they didn't do it when she was at the police station later. Mm. But um Billy and his squad were in the adjacent room, (laughs) and um, yeah, Algren and uh, Van Zant go knocking on their door. Nick Nolte is down in the lobby chatting up
0: the the clerk.
2: uh, Yeah, he uh, scoping
0: things out. Nick Nolte, of course, throws the proverbial book out the window with every procedure. He just goes behind the desk and just grabs the book and looks in it. <laughs> he's he's not like, a good cop. He, when he fights Eddie Murphy later, he's like, uh, there's probably one thing you should know about me. Blank. <laughs> I fight dirty. <laughs> he fights dirty. He doesn't follow the rules. He just gives his gun away. He doesn't follow the rules also by getting Eddie Murphy out of jail.
2: Right. Yeah. That's true. How about, uh, let's talk about Ganz's fashion. he has got that, I don't even know how to describe it, that knit tank top. <laughs> yeah. Like an Ar- army color tan, maybe. It's like Bennett in Commando. Yeah. Only it's yeah. its less of a muscle shirt, and more of a tank top. It's a heavy knit wife beater. Wish, <laughs> <laughs> why would you have that? Like, the whole point of having a, a tank top is like you're going to be hot and sweaty and so you want something light and cool to wear uh, but like i would think that uh it's like wearing a sweater without like shoulders and sleeves on it
0: well he wears a duster over it half the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd <laughs> what's that warm leather feel on his arms yeah um uh, algern and uh, Van Zant
2: get caught half stepping uh, and uh, they get caught up in a shootout with uh, Gans and Billy Bear Van Zant gets taken out almost immediately and mm-hmm. Algren gets uh he gets shot too. They take the elevator down, which seems like a bad idea, <laughs> like when you're trying to get away but I guess they took the one in the back of the hotel though mm-hmm. so and this is where nick nolte is able to step up and show what a hero he is by immediately <laughs> immediately giving his gun away to Gans, who then proceeds to put like five holes
0: in Algren's chest how about Algren walking downstairs with you know no bullets in his gun and firing it he's like uh, you don't want to re- reload <laughs> oops <laughs> I don't know if his was, mind was just gone you know spun around by the bullet <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what was what was
2: happening so yeah Gans, or Gans and Billy Bear get away easy did we skip did they meet Luther before they went to the hotel because um, I think they hit his girl at the hotel
0: yeah they might have had
2: her too how about Luther's fashion sense he dresses like a fucking six year old he has got that crew neck sweater and uh the tight jeans just looking like he's all oshkosh bagoshed out i
0: thought it looked like he worked at a military surplus store he's so small i couldn't he's wearing a lot of green colors i couldn't get over how small he was i think he has a combo jacket that he wears later maybe that's gans
2: no yeah he wears yeah i think that's um luther i think he wears
0: that but combat jacket. Yeah. Did I say combo or combat? He's yeah, a combo. Okay. Combat. <laughs> I just
2: assumed that's what you meant.
0: Oh, you know, it's a combination jacket, you know, one of those combo jackets.
2: So one where you can unzip the sleeves and make it into a vest. <laughs> <laughs> then he's got them jeans that unzip at the knee. you Could determine turn, turn them into shorts. <laughs>
0: uh, those are <were> the days <laughs>
2: This is very practical. They
0: should come back. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, he kills Algren. Nick Nolte dies behind the desk and Gans and Billy Bear are out of there.
2: Nolte basically just set those other cops up to get killed. And then he walks away like nothing. And then he goes back to the office like nothing happened.
0: Although I would say Algren, it's kind of Algren's fault for not really – you know, as Nolte said, they got a little careless. But yeah, and Algred walking down the stairs with blanks in his gun and shooting the blanks at <laughs> Reno. Uh, not blanks, but you know what I mean? Well, Empty
2: they thought they're they going in to take a knife away from a teenager or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that wasn't quite what happened.
0: But yeah, you're right. Uh, Nick Nolte didn't, because uh, he, he shoots at, what, Billy Bear? With the hostage. Misses them both. Yeah. Like, he shoots like multiple times.
2: <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. And then I think, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Gans killed Elgren with Nolte's gun. Yeah. was had it... to give him his gun. Like, stop giving Elgren your gun told away. him not to
0: do it, but <laughs> they're in a no-win situation. I
2: guess uh, Nolte lived to see another day. At least they didn't take his flask or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's his, a pretty
0: crummy way to start the day. Or his cigarettes.
2: <laughs> Maybe I have a really crummy day ahead of me. Like no, wonder, no wonder his voice sounds like that. You see how many cigarettes he smoked during this movie? <laughs> like to a scene he lights up. Yep. <laughs> oh, so One more thing ahead. about that scene. Um, so at the beginning when they knock on the door and Gans is waiting. He punches the hooker in the face before fucking opening the door. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, He's like telling her to be quiet. Just then,
2: out of nowhere, he just punches her in the face. He's a real bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious.
0: Okay, now we can move on. This leads to our first clip. This is at the precinct and uh, the first interaction with Hayden, the spear officer
1: left alone on this one. Al was killed with my gun. Jack, there's an official department policy about cop killings. Now, cop killers represent a special priority because uh, any man prays enough to kill a cop is a greater threat to an unarmed civilian. Right. In other words, we can't seem like we're in the revenge business.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we all know the truth's a little different. Yeah. Anything's bothering you besides losing your gun? Yeah, it bothers me when cops get killed. I don't like that. You might be a little more of a team player and a little less of a hot dog on this one. Hot dog has been working real well so far. Besides, I gotta lead. Okay, you gotta do things your own way? Fine. You nail this guy and make us all look good, but you better watch your ass because everybody's watching on this one. If you screw up, I can promise you. You're going down. Well, you know how to send a guy with a real great attitude, boss.
0: Yeah, I didn't get the interaction from later when he's really yelling at him but yeah that was him
2: you hear me you hear me kate yeah your voice carries (laughs) (laughs) i'm standing in front of your desk i like how quickly he turns from um we're not in the revenge business we can't have you on this case too all right i'm gonna let you do what you want (laughs) just just (laughs) make us look
0: good yeah and actually, uh, our second clip is the next scene when he's introduced to Reggie Hammond. So I'll play that right now. Only uh, four clips today. So.
1: You got a name, cop? Let's try cakes. Come on, I want to talk to you in private. Look, Hammond, I know all about you. You're single, you got no fixed address, no relatives. One previous conviction, armed robbery. Six months to go on a three-year sentence, is that right? So what, man? You gonna write my life story? Not likely, Reggie. Maybe I just need a little help, It's Henry Wong, old friend of mine. He's looked better. That's right. Yeah, well, look, man, I've been in this goddamn cell for two and a half years, and I'm getting out in six months, all right? I ain't gonna do nothing to fuck myself up, but if you came here to find out something from me, you come to the wrong person, because I don't fuck my old friends over, man. That's too bad, Reggie. I thought maybe you were a smart boy. But I guess if you were real smart, you wouldn't be a convict. Yeah, I guess a 2nd rater like you would be no help with a hard case like Gans. Gans? Right. Yeah, man, Gans is in jail. He's gonna be there two years after I get out. Didn't work out that way, Reggie. A big Indian busting him out to cap two guards in a road game. See you later. Yo, Cates. Yeah? I can help you get Gans, but you gotta get me out of here first. You're crazy. I'm serious. I can help you get him, but I gotta be on the street. What's the big deal being on the street? Let's just say I got a lot to protect, all right? I want Gans as bad as you. Neither one of us ain't got no time. Bullshit. But that's serious shit. You want Gans? Get me out of here. I'll think about it, Reggie. Cakes! Cakes! You gotta get me out of here, man! Get me out of here, Cakes! Cakes!
2: <laughs> Fuck you! So you're telling me he's singing Roxanne that loudly and nobody else on the, the row is saying anything about it? Your your mic's gone out. I can't hear you.
0: you me now. There we go. That did it. Yeah, even his cellmate.
2: Nothing. Right, just chilling on the bed. I also like, too, that somehow yelling into the Walkman goes through the headphones into his yeah, ear. Yeah, I was,
0: I was wondering that. Was that like a thing? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what button
2: he hit. Uh, like I don't know. Because I don't think that's how Walkmans worked.
0: Well, like I know, like there's no there's microphone. Some, like on older it. headphones, like if you would kind of rub it on something, you could kind of hear it, maybe, or you would hear some sort of interference or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. But like the Walkman itself, like
2: I, I just don't know how it would transfer from <laughs> the Walkman into the headphones. It would have been better to just pull his headphone off and yell into his ear. (laughs) You know,
0: like other movies do that. But So, Detective Jack Cates goes and talks to Bob is his name in here, I guess. His name, or his real life name, is Matt Landers. And I just recognize him from Die Hard. Because he was that really minor character that would just say his lines twice the whole movie. (laughs) He was, uh, played captain Mitchell. He was like the head of like the SWAT team. And, but he was coordinating everything. Okay. So he's back with, uh, deputy Dwayne Johnson, you know, on the radio with his, the SWAT team. And the right at the last second, you know, they're like, pull him back, pull him back. And he's like, almost in, almost in. (laughs) And then they all get, you know, shot. And then he goes, bring in the car. Somebody goes, what? He goes, bring in the car. (laughs) That's all he does is say his lines twice in Die Hard. But uh, yeah, I guess he's also in Commando as Fred. I don't remember Fred in Commando. Uh, I don't know. Like there were a bunch of just like random
2: dudes in Commando. He was in two episodes of Family Matters. Speaking of Die Hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Played bit parts for pretty much everything yeah basically on the on the sly if you will he gets uh hammond released for prison through this bob guy you know says you know if you you get caught or whatever you're the one who's gonna be going down for this not me right what did he say like in
2: another life you'd be a good forger or something like that
0: yeah i don't know he gets 48 hours to get him back (laughs) Before he tells yeah, somebody, he, yeah, he doesn't say any lines <laughs> twice in here. He gets a more robust line of dialogue, and gets to say the title of the movie. Say,
2: that's where they get the title of the movie from. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch the sequel to see how
0: they squeeze in another 40 hours. Into <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I forget how it. Uh, I forget the setup. I I have it. I know it's not good because I feel like 1990 record. Reggie would have been out of jail. <laughs> yeah, and i remember it was uh it's really violent and like really bloody like they had some good squib work in this movie but it's like paul verhoven level squibs in another 48 hours it's like total recall yeah i think i was looking
2: through walter hill directed that one also i believe
0: yep he did
2: which i don't know walter hill's kind of hit and miss for me like the warriors i really like this one i I really enjoyed but like i've seen some of his other movies and it's like yeah like streets of fire i didn't really care for although some people seem to love that movie have you ever seen streets of fire with uh no. diane lane and willem dafoe
0: no he kind of fell off the face of the earth basically with his career the last movie he did that i recognize is bullet to the head
2: <laughs> yeah and he's only done um, one
0: since then as director yeah but uh the last one of his that i saw was last man standing in 96 it's a remake of yojimbo and uh fistful of dollars
2: okay yeah i've never seen that
0: but he actually credits akira kurosawa unlike sergio leone (laughs) because leone got sued and lost (laughs) for stealing yojimbo oops
2: Actually, I've only seen a handful of movies by Walter Hill. The Warriors, 48 Hours, Streets of Fire, Brewster's Millions. It's Red Heat, but I haven't
0: seen it in a long time. Yeah, Red Heat is one of the Arnold ones I haven't seen. He plays a Russian, so you know, he's just got a pitch perfect accent for that. <laughs> I mean, you could put Arnie in any
2: any role, he can embody any <laughs> nationality. Ethnicity, whatever you want him to be, any gender. I mean, you he sure can. He can be a pregnant man. <laughs> it wasn't that weird in '96 or whenever that fucking movie came out. He's been playing American all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody questions it. We are a melting pot. Yep. Oh, did you know? So, so when they leave the prison, Reggie has his handcuffs, his hands cuffed in front, and they're driving. Mm to go to Luther's place. Did you notice they cut in a, uh, a, um, a shot of them driving from later in the movie when they were chasing Luther? Because they're just... So they, they go, they, they make a big deal, like Reggie's handcuffed. And then they're r- halfway to the place and he's just got his arms out wide, like one on the laying on the, the uh, door and one laying on the, the, the back backrest. <laughs> And then the next shot, he's cuffed again. And then, like, they, they stop, and he's like, man, if you want me to help, you got to take these handcuffs off of me. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because then I think he puts one handcuff on the steering wheel.
2: Yeah, he walks him into the car that way.
0: But, yeah, I, I didn't catch that.
2: I, like, I don't know. I saw that the first time going through it. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Because <laughs> it's really jarring. Because, like I said, they make such a point. To show you that he's been handcuffed, and then all of a sudden he's, he's not. Like his hands are as far apart as they can get. And mm-hmm. you're like, Did I miss something? Like, was he, like, <laughs> did they take the handcuffs off? Like at some point when they're driving, they didn't say it? Or, but no, it was just a continuity error. <laughs> but they definitely took it from the scene later in the movie when they're following Luther after he picks up the car. Yeah. And I don't know, they may even use it again later. I don't recall, but I, yeah, I noticed that it kind of threw me off. Like, I don't know.
0: A lot of great camera work up and down the hills of San Francisco. This is where, that's where this takes place, right?
2: Yeah, I was going to ask that because I don't think they specify it, but I assume it
0: is because that's the only city that's kind of built
2: that way that I'm aware of.
0: Because in the beginning, Elaine gives him a you know, gives him a scarf, tells him to wear it because uh she says that I think it's that famous saying, or I can't remember what it's from, but she says the coldest winter I ever spent was the summer I spent in San Francisco. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What's that from?
2: Is that a book? I have no idea what that's from. It sounded made up. <laughs> I guess I'm they sure couldn't afford. They couldn't afford to show the Golden Gate Bridge. So they're, they're just like, we'll throw that in, and then the hills will give it away if they mess that
0: part. Of yeah. It. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're uh, out looking for Luther.
2: What are the odds that your friend is packing? Like, I don't know. I haven't seen him in three years, but I would guess a hundred percent. Immediately takes a shot at, at Kate's. Well, where was Luther hiding? Because like kate's uh opens the door there's like a wall there so it's like a i don't know how to describe it it's like a townhouse almost where there's two doors side by side like for different units and like it looked like there's a wall there now i'm thinking about it i'm trying to think which side because luther jumps out from outside the uh, the house once kate's kind of wanders in and starts shooting at him and I kind of think he jumped out of the side that had a wall instead of the side that was open. But either way, I don't know where he was hiding where Kate's wouldn't have seen him that he could have popped up that quickly and got a shot off from behind him.
0: Yeah. I guess I'm not sure.
2: You know, you, you know what I'm saying though? Like, cause Cates knocks on the door, nobody answers. He opens it. He walks in and he's like five feet into the door. And then all of a sudden from behind him, luther just pops into the doorway and starts
0: firing yeah they have some weird uh apartment layouts in this movie (laughs) like even like the the hotel shootout in the beginning i would assume that although it doesn't make any sense but gans and billy bear had to have gotten two rooms that were adjoining i think so yeah why else would they have two doors that's what it seemed like but so maybe he just wanted a separate room for. You know, well, I don't know if they were like a trim. but it
2: it sounded like when he, because uh, I thought they asked for one room and then all of a sudden they had two rooms.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. And two doors. Yeah. And then the Billy Bear's girlfriend's apartment layout was kind of weird. Yeah, it's a very a disorienting. It was like on top of a restaurant. It was a jewelry store. Oh yeah. But it was in Chinatown. (laughs) You had to walk upstairs outside to get to it. Yeah, it's like just Chinese restaurants when you hear that probably. That's what you think. Well, I I think it's more common to have apartments on top of restaurants, but I don't know. Maybe that's just a stereotype. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he takes a shot of Kate's, and uh, he runs right past Reggie Hammond and somehow doesn't recognize him. Well, why would he? Why would he be looking? Well, he was running, but I mean, he's running right next to the car. Like, he's he's not, know. you know, he's fight or. flight. he's not looking for him. He's fight yeah. or flight right now.
2: He's not watching his surroundings, and that's why he gets taken out by the car door. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you running that close to the car in the first place? Like, there's like a whole street there that you can run.
0: <laughs>
2: you run right into a fucking car door.
0: Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Reggie Hammond gets the gun, and McNulty's not too happy about that. Almost shoots him. Put it down, convict. What slur does he call him this time? Does he call him watermelon? Is, that, is this
2: when he calls him watermelon? I don't know.
0: Cause he, the you racist. know, he says sorry about the watermelon at the end, and I was like, ah, when did he say watermelon? I missed that one. <laughs> maybe maybe it's <laughs> it here, here. But uh, yeah, he he goes through the whole book
2: like he's got a pretty he like a thesaurus of racial slurs. <laughs> Like he doesn't, he doesn't sure use does. the same one more than once. I like, I don't even know. Well, I don't even job, know if sense. I want to so, list him out. <laughs> He's good at his job. <laughs> they take uh, Luther back to the the police station, get him booked, and uh, Reggie tries to get him some trim in the police station. <laughs> He's dressed really nicely. He's he's really proud of how he looks. There's a very expensive mm-hmm. suit.
0: Very expensive 80s suit. Yep, and uh, as will happen again and again, he just keeps on getting cock-blocked by Cates. Yeah. He... And the case. One time Luther shows up. <laughs> you know, when Luther leaves the hotel, he's like, oh, man, Luther's on the move. We got to go. Luther <laughs> didn't show up. He laughed. He's like, man,
2: look at the one time we did that time. Yeah. Kate's ain't got time for it. He's he's not hearing it. He's all about business. And the next business is to look for Billy Bear at the bar where he used to work. We find out pretty short order is a redneck bar. And boy (laughs) is it. we got confederate flags everywhere. (laughs) Cowboy hats, cowboy boots. I think the bartender calls Reggie
0: the n-word too. Uh, I don't Think he does, but the guy, the first guy, he questions. It's oh, that's down. right. The bartender that,
2: asks him what he wants. And he says, "I'll have a straight vodka." I think you mean a black Russian. I'm like, no, I'll just yeah. take some vodka. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: probably the funniest scene. Ernie Murphy's pretty great in here, and I. Uh, this is our next clip. This is kind of like the latter half of his speech to the clientele of this bar i
2: just want to mention too because it comes up later they kind of redo the same scene with the the reverse like they get at least the part at like the bar and stuff because um they say you know are you sure you should be here and and ridge goes it's my favorite place to hang out or whatever and then uh, nick nolte does the same thing at the black bar later in the movie yeah (laughs)
0: It's my favorite <laughs> spot.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to say
1: it one more time, okay? This is a police man, and I'm looking for an Indian named Billy Ben. I know everybody in here wants to cooperate with me. Hey, that's not even necessary, all right, man? I got the situation at hand. Some of those citizens are behind you all the way, officer. Your fucking problem. Yeah, I'm on parole. That's why you're running away. Yeah. Put your country ass down. All right, listen up. I don't like white people. I hate rednecks. You people are rednecks. That means I'm enjoying this shit. Well, you loaded here. Who the fuck did you get this? Tax refund. It's bullshit. Too fucking stupid to have a job. You don't like that? You don't like that shit? You hate that shit, right? What the hell kind of cop are you? You know what I am? I'm your worst fucking nightmare, man. I'm a nigga with a badge. That means I got the mission to kick your fucking ass whenever I feel like it. All right, listen up, man. One of them's underage, another one attacked a police officer, and I still ain't found what I'm looking for yet. Well, look, I think you're on your way to being out of business, all right? Let's see what we can fuck with next.
2: Hey, man, all right, okay,
1: okay, okay, now listen. Now, the Indian hangs out with a chick who lives up the block. Just head up the alley across the street where Chinatown starts. She lives on top of the jewelry store. I didn't ask you shit about his girl, man. Come on, give me a break, will you? You're gonna have to settle for her place because it's all I know. I'm telling you, I'm giving you all I know. Well, look, Hoss, you start running a respectable business, and I won't have to come in here and hassle you every night. You know what I mean? And I want the rest of you cowboys to know something. There's a new sheriff in town. And his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. Right on.
0: I love that, (laughs) I don't like white people. <laughs> I hate rednecks.
2: <laughs> Do we uh, mention he's pretending to be a cop because he's got a bet with mm-hmm. Nolte, or with Cates, that he can get info on Billy Bear, and if he does, Cates will let him get some trim.
0: For half hour. <laughs> and if he doesn't, then he's got to tell him what he, you know what he's been hiding with the money and all that right
2: because he doesn't know that it's about the money yet finds out later mm-hmm. billy bear's girl alleged girl and her friend claim that they kicked that bum out months ago yeah mm-hmm. nothing really money. nothing to do with him which uh, is
0: easy to believe i'm sure you know yeah. yeah so for now basically that's just a dead end <laughs> that's how they get him at the end but for now that's like well we got a lead and the drive yeah and so uh kate
2: says
0: now it's time to fight
2: he's had enough (laughs) like this is wasting his time and uh this is the scene where he rattles off like five uh, five slurs back to back to back and he drops (laughs) a big n-word right at the end and uh yeah he actually starts the fight you kind of mentioned that earlier because I fight dirty, and as he's finishing his slur, he's landing the first punch. It's a pretty even yeah. fight. They're both uh, landing some good blows.
0: Yeah. Um, Kate's got the upper hand at the end, but it was also because he was fighting dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they were just in a ring, Kate's is way too slow for Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was jabbing him pretty good. Oh, yeah. Plus, the, but, um, the two
2: beat cops show up and yeah. break it up. Like how quickly they just, you know, I like how he, they say, you know, break it up. And then they immediately say, get in the car. And then uh, I guess they meant get into the car, into Kate's car, not into the cop car. Like they're, they're not going to bring him in for anything. Yeah. Although Kate said he was a cop, you know, so don't yeah. like, oh, know whatever.
0: So they were supposed to go into the car while they... He goes to check the badge and gun on the hood. I'll put it in my report tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I got to file a report tonight. Ugh. Gets
0: his flask out. He's
2: just drunk, drinking and driving in front of the other
0: cops. Yeah, because those uh, Billy Bear's girl and her roommate called the cops on a couple of hoods that uh, tried to rob the place. So the cops are there.
2: They called in a burglary. <laughs> a couple guys pretending to be cops.
0: Yeah. And uh, he's like, why don't you go up and sweet talk? Gates tells the cops to go and clean up his mess, basically. <laughs> I mean, they're beat cops. They don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Um, so then uh, that leads us to our last clip where Eddie Murphy tells Nolte about the money. All
1: right. Damn it. You come clean and we're going again right here, right now. I want to know what's going on between you and Gans. Look, man, I've been waiting for some money for a long time, all right? How much? Half a million dollars. You starting to get the picture now? You're on the wrong side of law and order business, Jack. Just tell me about the goddamn money. Me and some of my friends hit a dealer during a sale. It's the kind of money nobody reports stolen. One of the guys turned around and dropped a dime on me. It happens to be the same guy that's running around shooting people with a certain cop's gun. So he's after your money. You know, you're a real bright cop, you know that, Jack? So how much you want, man, huh? Huh? What, you want to split 50-50? Not likely, convict. Oh, I can't have nothing now, right? I believe in the merit system. So far, you ain't built up no points, boy. Oh, well, then I'll be real good from now on, Mr. Kate. Just tell me where the goddamn money is. In the trunk of my car. Right, partner. Forget this, man. We ain't brothers, we ain't partners, and we ain't friends. Now, if Gans gets away with my money, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. I'm already sorry.
0: <laughs> Which is a callback to earlier. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're leaving, I think, is a jail or the uh, police precinct. And Nolte says that to Murphy.
2: Yeah, it's as if you don't help me, you'll be sorry. It's, I'm already sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: You'll be sorry you, you met me. <laughs> yeah, we ain't we ain't brothers. We ain't partners. We ain't friends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the money is in Eddie Murphy's car, which is parked at a I guess a long-term parking garage. it Has been there three years. I mean, long-term is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, and Luther has the ticket. Yeah. So they. So I guess I'm not sure how he got the ticket, but oh, well, I think. Well, I don't know. He
2: must have gotten it because he's the only one who didn't get arrested. Get pinched. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird that he didn't just go take the money for himself. Like he's just yeah. holding it for Reggie. Like did he I
0: don't know. It's weird that he didn't already take it. Yeah, possibly. He might have still been, you know, decent partners, but Honestly, I'm surprised he can carry it because he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to carry it to protect his girlfriend. That's right.
2: Trade with Gans. And, uh, you know, it was, it was awfully convenient that they charge the batteries on the, you know, idle cars every month. So mm-hmm. that uh, the car is ready to go. I wonder what kind of bill you got to pay for that. I think the oil would be a little stale in that, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did he have to... Did they prepay for three years or like, like or is it on like an installment plan or are they just, I don't know. Do they have automatic payments back then? Don't you have to send in a check monthly? It's <laughs>
0: uh, a good question. A lot of
2: unanswered questions there. If <laughs> You really think about it. It's going to keep me up at night. <laughs> Took me out of the movie. I couldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the last straw. That's when I turned it off. Like I
2: could handle 48 hour leave for a criminal, you know, under under unscrupulous circumstances.
0: But under a forgery.
2: But getting a car out of the parking garage after 3 years, who's paying for it? Like how did he do it? <laughs> Whose name is it under? <laughs> it was under Reggie's name, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess because they just gave
0: it to him. because yeah, he said he had the ticket. He said car's under Reggie Hammond. Yeah. Like 27-102. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. It's been here for three years. <laughs> that valet
2: really was tearing down the, the ramp there to uh, return it, though.
0: Yeah. It's like the guy, from, <laughs> the valet from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm
2: surprised they didn't just
0: tear right out of the out of the parking ramp. Yep. So yeah, uh Luther is off to make the trade. At the subway so he's, station. He's, yeah, he's followed by Cates and uh Hammond. Yeah. A lot of people in the subway. And uh, uh Luther makes uh Cates and Hammond watching him as he's waiting for Gans. I mean, Cates and Hammond are so bad at just like stealth fucking
2: uh, surveillance
0: well Eddie Murphy's wearing that you know five hundred dollar suit <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: in 1982 i mean that suit would be like 20 yep. grand today
0: yeah nolte's looking uh, like a,
2: a groggly alcoholic so <laughs> cigarette hanging off his lips pretty, pretty noticeable <laughs> and then uh gans show up shows up with his coat draped over one shoulder with his knit <laughs> tank top on. Mm-hmm. And then some subway cop sees uh Gans flashing his gun. Cause they all yeah. see each other. And then uh the cop, you know, he does one of the freeze <laughs> and Billy Bear out of nowhere takes that motherfucker out. And he's got Luther's girlfriend with him.
0: Maybe that's what we should do. We should uh maybe should let you borrow Nighthawks. Or did you see Nighthawks? I have not. Sylvester so Stallone. That's, I think that's where that, because you, cause you're doing the, the freeze thing from South Park. Yeah. And I think that's from Nighthawks. Okay. I know they make fun of something, and I'm not going to spoil what they're making fun of in Nighthawks, but Stallone is a cop, and uh, Rucker Hauer is like this international terrorist. I feel like I've seen that that's
2: available somewhere recently, but I just
0: didn't watch it. There's a couple of hilarious scenes that once you watch, you're like, Oh, I know where they got this idea for South Park. (laughs) Yeah, that's another possibility. Because yeah, I guess we we never previewed what's coming up next. Because we're gonna be doing training day and uh ten to midnight. Yep. And then we haven't decided for sure on the fourth movie, but could be Nighthawks, could be uh the rookie, could be a number of different things. But uh yeah. So just getting started with 48 hours. So yeah, uh Billy Bear shoots that cop. And then it's chaos.
2: Everybody's running mm. everywhere, but there's still people like waiting for the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they didn't hear what happened upstairs.
0: There's like like nobody hit the deck because they everyone's trying to shoot each other, but they can't because everyone's running. Like I could see them. this be
2: New York. If it was New York, everybody'd be like, ah, another fucking shooting. <laughs> but um, yeah I, I like to um, so like Reggie chases Luther one way and then Gans and uh, Billy Bear go with Luther's girlfriend and Cates um, follows them to the train and um, Gans and Billy jump on one of the trains and like I guess Kate's didn't see them till the last minute and then right before he's about to jump on the train or uh, he doesn't jump on the train. He pulls his gun from outside the train and uh, points it at them on the train. But there's like six civilians standing directly between them, <laughs> and then a cop yeah. from upstairs tells him to drop his gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the train rolls off, and Gans like slyly flashes his gun from uh, from the train right behind the fucking. Uh, a cop that's stopping Cates from getting him.
0: Because that's Cates' gun. <laughs> so it really gets his goat. I mean,
2: uh, like I said, Gans is, is played by James Remar. And he is just an amazing villain in these early to mid-80s <laughs> movies. Yeah. The more I see of him, like, the more I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So they get away. And this is where Kate's uh, goes back to the police precinct. And it gets yelled at, <laughs> just done by his uh, sergeant or whoever, superior officer. And Reggie went after the money. Kate finds out from his deskmate that there was a call for him
2: like a half an hour ago, but the guy's like, I'm not your secretary. <laughs> I would love to know it on your desk.
0: Yeah, a call from the vice squad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Reggie. Reggie. Uh... Yeah. You know, he
2: could have got away, he could have just escaped into the night, but um, he wanted to get those guys as much as Cates did. Mm-hmm. He felt just as wronged.
0: Yep. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, they had the uh, the role reversal at the bar. But the Eddie Murphy's actually going to get some trim this time. It's 10.05 and a 10.10,
2: I want to be in something.
0: <laughs> in some flesh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but he doesn't have any money, so uh, Kate's gives him a 20 which is more than enough for the motel across the street, apparently. (laughs) The hotel, rather. Which is where Luther's staying. But on the way over, he sees Luther's leaving with the money.
2: Yeah, he's like, you know, Luther, he's going to be holed up there. He's going to put the do not disturb on. And then, you know, 8 o'clock tomorrow, he'll roll out. But uh, no, he he was out there immediately. Mm -hmm. I like this, too, because Billy Bear just pulls up in a city bus. Like, they just stole a city bus. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
0: where did they get that from? <laughs> because after they lose them yet again, the superior officers pissed off, you know, that they lost a, a stolen city bus. <laughs> <laughs> so pissed.
2: I think that would be hard to get away with. <laughs> like a bus is not like a, a small target. Mm-hmm i mean luther gets on the bus and uh he's he gives him the money and and gans is like all right i'm done with you and he he puts some uh bullets in his chest Yep. meanwhile fucking uh kate's and reggie are rolling up trying to fucking knock the bus off while shooting at it like there's a shootout between their car and the
0: bus i love this scene it's just it's way too short i wish it was five minutes longer <laughs> Because the the camera shots are so cool, they have that one camera that's mounted on the trunk yeah. of the Cadillac, and it's puts you right in the action as it's ramming the bus, and they're shooting back and forth. Oh, and it's pretty it's, cool. It's amazing. Good stuff. And then finally, the bus wins, and <laughs> pushes the Cadillac into a, some sort of a shop. I mean, I play uh,
2: when I've played Grand Theft Auto in the past, like the bus is always. Yeah, I always like playing with those big vehicles, like a bus or a garbage truck. And then, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to brake. You don't have to, like, swerve. You just drive through traffic, Mm -hmm. which I think uh, this movie corroborates.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This might be the, I guess, the scene I was talking about earlier where the spear officer just yells at him. I don't think it's twice in, like, five minutes well i think but, yeah uh,
2: yeah this is it um i think this is where he calls reggie the n-word he's like that's right i said it i'll call yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like reggie wasn't even phased by it but i don't know if like he just said it for like because kates was in the room and it's like like <laughs> like he said it in a racist way even though he's
2: black himself you know like he <laughs> wants everybody to know that i said it because i you know he. I, I looked out on this person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not calling him that because he's my homie. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ER on the end. <laughs> you, you better believe Hard R. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's kind of a peace offering, if you will. Kate's takes uh, Hammond out for a drink he's going to bring him back to jail in his own car. Because Case's car is wrecked now. Yeah. But uh, they stop at a bar for a drink. And then they're kind of like, well, you know, let's let's check out Billy's girlfriend's place again. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like
2: they shouldn't have gone. Like Gans and Billy shouldn't have gone back to his girl's place. Yeah. Like they should have found a new hideout.
0: Well, they were just coming back to give them the money that they owed him. I forget, was the bus parked out front?
2: I don't remember. that would be funny if the bus was parked out front. It <laughs> <laughs> all smashed up, windows blown out. <laughs> Dead Luther in the middle of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would do it on GTA. Just park my bus <laughs> out
0: front and go to my safe house.
2: <laughs> 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 Nobody will find me here
0: i thought you just pop in for a quick new paint job and then just roll back out with everyone none the wiser i don't know if the bus fits in the the paint uh it's like bruce bruce willis and the jackal you <laughs> just spray off your paint with a power washer
2: that was the thing on gta if you if you painted your car a different color the cops wouldn't be able to find you
0: yeah
2: worked every time even if they saw... Well, I I think they couldn't see you drive into the paint shop because even they aren't that dumb. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty dumb in that game. Because <laughs> I think it would... Like, your your star rating would flash and then, like, they couldn't see you until, like, you got... I don't know, but... Anyways. It was just a funny thought to me that they, if they would park the bus out front of the safe house, <laughs> you know, Billy's girl's friend's house and... uh they're like, well, nobody will find us here. <laughs> it's in
0: Chinatown, <laughs> buses don't run in Chinatown. It's Chinatown, Drake, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're stealing all the water.
2: <laughs> There's a lot less incest in this movie, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, is a lot that less a, intrigue as well? Is that a spoiler? <laughs> what the incest or the water? <laughs> <laughs> well. I, guess the water I, think the water, I think the water
2: I think the water is more of a broader uh, storyline element like but the incest is kind of a, a kind of a kind of a twist yeah Which, well you
0: don't know you know where where the incest is occurring necessarily so that's true you didn't specify the incest I mean it's
2: shocking that Roman Polanski directed that and then, you know,
0: <laughs> raped a teenager. Who would have seen it coming? Uh, at Jack Nicholson's house, no less. Oh man, star of Chinatown.
2: And then, uh, everybody gave him a standing ovation at the Oscars. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, it
0: doesn't have anything to do with 48 hours. <laughs> Well, I think Polanski was given 48 hours and he fled the country is what happened.
2: That's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he was convicted. Like, there's no alleged about it. He fucking did it. Come on back for sen- sentencing. And uh, no- Oh, he's in France. Weren't they going to extradite him a few years ago? And then it turned out like the country that extradited him to a different country wasn't allowed to do that. So they're like, uh, got to go back then.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. It was weird. He's hopped around in like France and Switzerland, I think, and maybe even Poland. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's been from Poland or he's, he's at least Polish, I believe. I think he's originally
2: from Poland.
0: Polanski, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, What's well, the ski right. that gives it away? <laughs> Not the pole. It's the <laughs> ski. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they grab Billy Bear's girl. And she's about to go out the apartment. She's got fresh groceries. Looks like she's about to cook the boys' dinner. And the mm-hmm. boys are back in town, as they say. <laughs> That's what Thin Lizzie says. <laughs> so yeah, they get into the apartment, and Reggie bursts the door on Billy. Is a like, Billy going to lose? And Billy's just crazy because he's crazy in this movie, and he's crazy in Predator. And I think he has the same knife in both movies. The predator, he just like cuts his chest and just stands there waiting for predator. Well, in predator,
2: he's got like mystical powers because he's like a magic Indian. <laughs> but in this movie, he's just like a like a regular Indian. Like
0: no, he has. Uh, he's he's been away
2: from the tribe too long. So he has he's the lost, power of
0: disguise. He's lost his powers because he fit it in so well at the beginning of the movie.
2: Can I have some borrow some water, sir? <laughs> yes, please, sir. We didn't mention I'm that. I'm like a good old boy. The uh the officer or whatever at the beginning when he rolls up, he's like, what reservation did this guy get let off of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it
0: was, yeah. 82 was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> both, uh, both Billy, I was just thinking of it now, both Billy Bear and Gans kind of die the same way in that they irrationally charge the person pointing a gun at them. <laughs>
2: I mean, Billy had one of the most brutal deaths in the whole movie. <laughs> like Reggie shot the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> like Jesus, I think he unloaded the clip and then some. Well, it's not really a clip because it was a revolver, but yeah. Like, I think he shot him with more bullets than the gun held.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gans gets out, and so they chase him around these very smoky alleys
2: i noticed that As a chinatown is real smoky at night
0: yeah apparently they don't have any uh any chimneys or anything everything just all the exhaust just points out into the street
2: i don't even know what maybe would cause like it. a
0: bunch of maybe it's laundromats you know maybe <laughs> you have like your like your dryer has like the you know the exhaust comes out like a, still steam. You know, it's not the top of the building it's like usually the lower part yeah so maybe there's a bunch of dry cleaning places. I don't know.
2: I, well, Chinese people like smoking, so. <laughs> I mean, people from China, like people. In- well, there wasn't
0: a casino in this movie, so. <laughs> they couldn't, there was no where, nowhere to congregate, even though it was Chinatown. Because it was inhabited by the whites. It was probably just from Nick
2: Nolte getting ready to go up and bust him earlier. <laughs> just, <laughs> just all his but butts. Ready to just- all his butts are still smoldering out there. He just you know like 50 of
0: them (laughs) the smoke was just like coming off his jacket as he was running maybe
2: they parked the bus back there in that alley and
0: (laughs) it's still smoking
2: it was funny how they like they get in the alley and gans goes one way and then um doesn't jack go the other way like they end up going opposite directions
0: and gans gets the drop on hammond yeah he catches reggie and
2: then uh Jack doesn't give a fuck he'll shoot anybody even with a human shield in front of him.
0: yeah, he actually uh, hits the the assailant this time.
2: He was so- sobered up after running into that uh, <laughs> that store with his car.
0: Well they just were they were just at a bar for a drink, so
2: <laughs> maybe maybe he's uh, that perfect level of drunk now that he can you know shoot <laughs> he can shoot straight. I was aiming at the black one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Gans gets a pretty brutal death too, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. It was weird. He like charges at Nick Nolte. like Almost like he's going to hammer fist him with the butt of the gun. Yeah. I think he was out of bullets by that time. See, I assumed he was out of bullets. Because he shot at him before he escaped the apartment. Yeah. And then when he tripped up uh, Hammond I thought he was going to switch guns with Hammond mm-hmm. but he never does so I was like well aren't you out of bullets don't you <laughs> don't you need that gun
2: must have been because uh, it did not end well for him in his knit tank top
0: <laughs> nope but uh yeah that's pretty much the end of the movie uh, Eddie Murphy has to go back to jail for a short time well first he's got to fuck <laughs> Gotta get that trim.
2: (laughs) I'll be out in about uh, six months, baby. Wait for me. (laughs) Like all of a sudden he meets this girl at a bar and she's like, Okay, I'll fuck you like right now. And then uh you know, I guess he was so good that like all of a sudden she's like, When can I see you again? And he's like, wait for me, I'll be out of jail in six months. And she's like, Okay, it's it's that good. You forget,
0: this is Reggie Hammond
2: we're talking about here.
0: (laughs) Man, my dick gets hard when the wind blows. Remember uh you know, Billy Bear's girlfriend was initially complaining of getting the short end of the stick, and Reggie Hammond's like, oh, why don't you uh you know take a couple of laps around the track with us? <laughs> but he's going around to like everyone at the bar, all the girls, like hey, I'm Reggie Hammond. <laughs> like it's supposed to mean something. Right. I'm with somebody. <laughs> He's been in jail for two and a half years. And he's only like 22. Yeah. This
2: is Eddie Murphy's first movie. Yeah,
0: he was real young.
2: Although the mustache ages him. Yep. Although he had a mustache for most of the For most of his uh, life in the the limelight.
0: Yeah. Then, yeah, he's got to go back to jail. And uh, he promised Kate they will loan him. Couple of thousand dollars when he gets out so he can buy a new car. <laughs> I was gonna buy a shitty sky blue Cadillac,
2: but some white boy got the last one. Mm-hmm. That was a good line. We didn't, <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention that full <laughs> line earlier, but <laughs> I didn't know you colored guys went for the Bora jobs. <laughs> 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 I think he said what? something worse than that, actually. But well, somebody said, like, charcoal colored who said that Nick Nolte did he's like okay. I wouldn't be caught dead wearing a suit like that dude I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be a charcoal colored person in a suit like that I was <laughs> like what
0: <laughs> he calls him a and I know what he means but I don't think I've heard that one before I
2: don't know if I I don't know if it's too risque but he calls him a spear chucker at one point
0: that's a slur you don't hear these days no.
2: boy it takes me back <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're gonna leave it in the cut, but we were talking about Kamala, the Ugandan giant earlier. He used to come out to the ring with a spear. Oh, did he? Yeah,
0: yeah, that wouldn't that won't make the cut. But yeah, we were talking about WrestleMania
2: <laughs> before the show. <laughs> talking about how Peacut, Peacut, Peacock is cutting all the offensive stuff out of the <laughs> WWE <laughs> network. All of Brett's
0: favorite scenes are being cut out of the, <laughs> the old old wrestling tapes. It's, <laughs>
2: There's not going to be anything left. It's going to be like, just like a couple of boring white
0: dudes wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, uh, you got to go buy uh, a lot of the DVDs now. God, I haven't bought a wrest I
2: haven't bought a wrestling DVD in probably at least since the network came out. So at least seven years, but get the best of the iron Sheik while you still can. <laughs> I don't think that exists. I have a lot of wrestling DVDs. I haven't watched them in a long time, though. The problem is when I was buying them was that during that 10-year span where they had to blur their old logo on everything because the stupid World Wildlife Fund sued them. Yeah. But, I don't know. I bet you they leave Chris Benoit on there. You know, child <laughs> murderer. But, um, you know, can't see DX in blackface. <laughs>
0: All right, anything else, or do you want to get into fun facts? I think we can get
2: into fun facts.
1: Hey, everybody, here's some fun facts.
2: Um, James Remar often went without any sleep before shooting his scenes in order to give bad guy Gans a more washed-out, psychotic look.
0: Oh, here's a little fun fact for you. So we forgot to mention that Sonny Landon was also in the Warriors. Billy Bear, but I forget, was he... What gang was he a part of?
2: I don't remember. I got to look who he, can, who he played.
0: Because it also says uh, Marcelino Sanchez, who was the parking lot attendant, was also in the Warriors. And I didn't recognize him, but I thought I would have recognized Billy Bear, although it's been a couple of years since we watched the Warriors. Oh, it just says police. Bill uh, Sunny Landham just played a. Okay.
2: He was a police.
0: So I don't know, like how prominent his role bizarre. was. Bizarre. It's like the especially a movie of the Warriors with so many different gangs. You know, like ethnic gangs. Is there a
2: character called Cochise in that? Gangs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a black man I, I who wore remember.
2: an Indian head feathers headdress.
0: Mm. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. So
2: Nick Nolte, according to him, in I don't know if this is a documentary. Nick Nolte, no exit, from 2008. Uh, he said that most of the dialogue between him and Eddie Murphy was improvised. So Nick Nolte, just uh, <laughs> just pulling from his own uh, vocabulary of racial slurs throughout this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Very
0: colorful language. Here's a fun fact. The garage where Reggie's car is stored is the same garage where Dalton's Mercedes is stored in Roadhouse. Roadhouse.
2: According to Eddie Murphy, he was almost fired for not being funny. He said he was not
0: made aware of this until after the movie had wrapped. Yeah, I saw that, and I initially thought, well... I mean, as you said before the show, you know, this isn't really an Eddie Murphy movie. You know, it's more of an action movie, and but if you know they were improvising a lot of dialogue, maybe they're thinking, "Hey, why isn't he being as funny as SNL?" You know. Right. But I th- I think he's funny enough in here. He has some couple of great scenes.
2: I mean, it's, it the humor fits the tone of the movie, like it's not too yeah. over the top funny, but like it. It fits, like, with the characters we um, would expect them to be like.
0: Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's definitely not too light of a movie. There's some great uh, action sequences, a lot of tension, especially in the uh, in the hotel shootout in the, towards the beginning. Right,
2: and the end also.
0: Wow. Yep, the end. The bus chase was great, although it was very short. Yep. Prison escape was pretty tension-filled. Heck of a movie all around, if you ask me. Agreed.
2: So Eddie Murphy said that his agent at the time was Walter Hill's girlfriend and uh, she recommended him to Hill.
0: So that was pretty convenient. Yeah. Here's another fun fact. Speaking of Akira Kurosawa earlier, uh, the film's plot of a detective searching for a stolen service weapon directly resembles the narrative of Akira Kurosawa's 1949 film, Stray Dog. Instead of a dual protagonist vehicle, it saw Toshiro Mifun uh, plunge the depths of the Tokyo underworld to mark the thief and retrieve the weapon. So everyone's just taken from Kurosawa. The Redneck Bar was also used in When a Stranger Calls from 79 and Brewster's Millions from 85. Have you seen When a Stranger Calls? No. I think I recorded I
2: maybe it a few months ago. I think it's also on Amazon, but I never got around
0: to watching it. Okay, because it, I think, yeah, I think I saw it on Amazon or something, and I, I thought I remember you saying something about it, but.
2: I know uh, TCM Underground showed it like in January. Uh, I'm pretty sure I recorded it, but I haven't watched it yet.
0: Here's another fun fact. Yeah, the fate of Luther's girlfriend is never re- revealed. After Luther is killed by Gans in the bus, she's still alive, but when Gans and Billy Bear are next scene at the apartment in Chinatown, she is not with them. I was kind of wondering about that too. And I was like, did I just miss it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just
2: dumped her. The movie during the late 1970s was originally designed as a vehicle for Clint Eastwood as the cop and Richard Pryor as the con. Around this time, Eastwood wanted to play a criminal and turned down the film and went and starred as a convict in Escape from Alcatraz. The picture then went into a turnaround for a time and then go back into development for another couple of years.
0: I probably would have watched that movie.
2: I think Clint Eastwood would have been good in the Nulty role. Yeah. Seems like that would be
0: right up his alley. I just think if Richard Pryor was in it, instead of Eddie Murphy, he would have been... Pryor was still... I think he was probably a bigger name at the time.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: It would have been close, but... late 70s for sure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it probably would have been more of a comedy than what $48 turned out to be. Yeah, I think Pryor would have been more over the top than Eddie was. I can't imagine uh, Richard Pryor you know, in a fight with Clint Eastwood actually being close <laughs> <laughs> When did um,
2: Every Which Way But Loose come out? Is that before uh, this? Uh, because been... Clint Eastwood was fighting people for orangutans in that movie <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Richard Pryor yeah. was never like an athletic type either so, yeah. like he was always kind of gangly And prone to setting himself on fire. Well, I mean, that happened one time when he was smoking crack, so. (laughs) Or he did it intentionally, didn't he? I can't remember what the
0: story was. But that was another reason that maybe it didn't happen because some time had passed since that incident, but he was still seen as kind of problematic by the film studios. He was not very bankable. Right, yeah. Too much of a risk.
2: Yeah, his movies in the early 80s weren't that great. Walter Hill said that he's amused that people call this a buddy movie as the two leads hate each other. That's true. Although they become buddies at the end. I mean, they don't have to be buddies the whole time, do
0: they? Certainly not. Kate's, you know, he realizes the air of his ways and his uh, treatment of Hammond's character. Was just doing my job.
2: <laughs> I mean, keeping okay. you down. <laughs> I mean, he develops a respect. They they develop a respect for each other because they they end up having a common goal, and then uh, you know they realize you know that you know they want the same thing and they need to work together to
0: achieve it. Here's a fun fact. I can't believe I didn't realize this, but James Horner reused the film's opening theme with more craftiness and Commando you can kind of hear that music oh yeah like, oh yeah that yeah. is commando uh, yeah i
2: remember thinking like where have i heard this before
0: <laughs> it sounds so familiar
2: i got one more the blue cadillac used in this movie is now owned by vanilla ice and fully restored <laughs> and painted in silver wow that's the second what was it, it was teenage mutant ninja turtles to our last movie one that we that we released that's two vanilla ices in a row
0: (laughs) (laughs) he probably used all the money he got from cool as ice
2: to buy it probably i mean uh i haven't seen that movie but i heard it's pretty
0: awesome (laughs) all right well we already kind of previewed what's coming up next uh we're also going to do a recently seen with our thoughts on Zack snyder's justice league next week think I'm going to post this on Friday, April 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be looking out for the recently seen next week. And then uh, in the meantime, there's also plenty of new episodes every Friday from Brett and his Positively Wolfy podcast. Why don't you tell him about it? Yeah.
2: Positively Wolfy podcast where we provide unqualified commentary on allegedly real news. Every episode we cover three news stories that sound made up but are 100% real, allegedly. Um, and then we talk about them. We usually get off on tangents, still a bunch of stories related to pop culture. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Go find that on all your favorite podcast apps. Did you want me to talk about our merch too?
0: Yeah, that would be great. can't
2: remember if you told me to talk about that too. But if you want some uh, WTM merch to help out the show and represent us with stickers, hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, all kinds of stuff, you can head over to teespring.com stores WTM watch this movie and check out all the great designs we have there.
0: Uh, be sure to peruse uh, the collection of masks. Or is that only on uh, Positively Wolfy? I have a couple of masks website. up
2: on uh, the WTM store with our, I think I have our main logo, and then uh, Becoming a Real Mark. But if you see another design on the website that you like, but you want it on a mask or a neck gator, just uh, hit me up on Twitter or send an email to our email address that Eric will, you know,
0: tell us in a, in a minute here. And I can get that up there you, for you. It, need you need two now. You need two, so you can never have too many.
2: <laughs> it's true. Even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask till the end of time.
0: <laughs> Let's wear the whole box. But
2: yeah, like I said, I, there's a couple of masks up there already. But uh, if you want any of the other designs that are available in like t shirts and whatnot on a mask, just let me know or uh, reach out to our show uh twitter or email which eric runs and he can let me know and i can get that up for you and uh you can
0: go ahead and order it then. All right. Well, you can reach out to us. You can email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. Check out our website at wtm watch this Follow us on Twitter at watchthis underscore movie or Brett at Positively Wolf1. And please rate and review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many other podcast apps. We will check you later.
1: Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Later. Wait, man, why
0: are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you're off my case.